Waystone has reopened in North Beach. But wait, you may not have known that because they used to be on Market Street, so they actually moved to North Beach. Waystone is a wine bar with important embellishments at 1609 Powell near Green, formerly the space for Barrio, a restaurant which also has reopened. We'll get to all of that in this episode of North Beach Now. I'm Blair Helsing, the producer. Thanks for listening. In your left ear in this episode is Billy Reardon, and his Waystone partner is Tom Patella, who is in your right ear. Enjoy the episode and stop by Waystone. Well, all right, here we are sitting at Waystone and uh, talking to Tom and to Billy. And uh, Billy and I have spoken before. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, but we're here at Waystone, so just some housekeeping questions. When did you open? Uh, we opened about four weeks ago. Well, long story, we opened in 2016. Yes. Before COVID, on Market Street. Yes. Market and 6th, right next to the Warfield Theater and across the street from the Golden Gate Theater. So we opened there um, in 2016, in November of 2016. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was a great little spot in a not-so-great little neighborhood. But yeah. the We made a lot of friends along the way. Yeah. The Warfield was awesome. We shared a wall with the Warfield Theater, which had a lot of cool <laughs> concerts, and we got to yeah. know everybody from the sound oh, guys great. to the... Literally, when we were doing construction, there was a tiny hole in the wall before we put the back wall up, and you could look through it. Remember that? Yeah, and it yeah. was like naked light bulb and ropes, and we were <laughs> convinced it was some dungeon or something, and we found out it was literally the backstage. It was backstage at the Warfield. <laughs> the Warfield. Yeah. Great story. Awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah, we would just walk into the side of the Warfield and we knew everybody so we could just go into any concert after after our shift no matter who was playing we just go watch for you know 20 minutes have a beer and then go back to work it was, it was a pretty sweet relationship so good yeah and then the Golden Gate Theater was across the street and that was really great for us for all the plays that were going on um, so we got a lot of business from the plays and then that was like I said before COVID so Twitter was down there Zendesk all the tech companies were down there and so we had a pretty Good thing going, but yes, we opened 2016 on Six and Market, beautiful yeah. Six and Market. And now we have graduated <laughs> one month ago. Yes, we've been we opened in North Beach, so yes, all good. Well, I, I don't want to dwell too much on the past yeah. and focus more on your being here on Powell Street. But what originally led you to open it on Market? What, what did you so, want to combine your talents to do? So when I started looking to open a wine bar, that location came up and. You know, it was the big market revitalization down yes. there. Yes. And so I was thinking of uh, who I could get to partner up with. And I thought of Billy Reardon. And uh, I had known him for years. And his wife helped me open Coswell's. Uh, so that was, geez, like nine years ago now. So then it was, I don't know, six years before that. I actually tried to be the sh tried out to be the chef at Coswell's. Yes. And they didn't pick me. <laughs> you know, for no, better or worse. But you planted a seed. Yes, I, did. I, I never was memorable. forgot. I was memorable. I so. never forgot how much I liked it. Yeah, so Tom yeah, <laughs> opened Coswell's, worked at the wine merchant on Chestnut Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Knew my wife, Erin, who worked at De La Rosa. Yeah. And so we all kind of knew each other. And then, yes, when the space came on Market Street, Tom was looking for a chef and called me. Oh, and more I didn't, than a chef. I didn't walk, I ran. Yeah. I <laughs> 
Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. So we, we partnered up. And yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so in the in-between time, when you had to close on Market Street, um, which was during COVID, I presume? Yes. Yeah. Our, right after COVID hit and everybody went on lockdown, Six and Market especially turned into a zombie wasteland. Um, and our lease was up shortly after lockdown, and we decided to not renew our lease and to just bide our time waiting for another opportunity. So that's exactly what we did. Yeah. And then when this space opened up, we opened up. So you collaborated on opening Barrio here? No, no I. No, it was just you. Yeah. yeah. Billy. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I opened Barrio while Wayson was still going. Okay. I saw oh, this oh, opportunity right. and I kind of struck out and on my own and did it. And then um, we opened the Barrio in Geardog Square, a bigger one, during COVID. But I kept the lease on this little neighborhood place that I loved. And I was actually thinking of other businesses to come in here. And I figured, hey, I still own another business that would do great in here. Talked to Tom, and here we are, drinking wine and yeah. pale ale. And it's been great. I mean, it's <laughs> we always commented at the last location that there was no neighborhood, quote-unquote, around there. Yeah, you know, people, people came in for shows or yeah. came in to work. Exactly. Nine to five. to bark to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so immediately we've been hit with the, the neighbors and the community here, and it's been well-received. And, you know, Billy's lived in this neighborhood for 20 years. 20 years. And I've been in the city for, you know, over 20 years. So um, it's been great. Yeah, people are, people are loving it. It's nice, nice reception here. We're a little different than... Um, other things in the neighborhood, I think mm -hmm. a little fresh, um, fresh blood. Yeah, a little fresh blood, but we still have that neighborhood. We know everybody, oh. and yeah, we'll yeah. take care of you. Good combination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all we're striving for. It's a nice little neighborhood place here. I always say that the first location was like you were sitting in our kitchen, and this location is like you're sitting in our back patio. Sure. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. like not surrounded by a lot of art. Let's yeah. talk about the art. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the concept, when we were coming up with this, this space, how it feels, you know, obviously, uh, I sometimes hate to call it just a wine bar, but it's wine-focused, uh, killer beers. And then we were trying to figure out what else we're going to do. I went to art school here 100 years ago, and uh, remember 20 years ago, there seemed to be art everywhere. There seemed to be art cafes and bars, yeah. bookstores, and now it, it doesn't seem like that to me as much anymore. North Beach, I know, has a couple new galleries and everything. So we wanted to put art on the wall, allow an artist to come in for three months, four months, and uh, show their art. They retain all of their profit if they sell, if they want. We'll have an opening show for them. Great. And, yeah. So right now, it's actually a small world. Uh, Elliot Nathan, his studio is at Sixth Market, somehow <laughs> randomly. So... But we have Elliot's work in here now. It's fantastic. Um, and you know how small the city is already. I've had a couple of our regulars reach out. Like, yeah. they have some of his paintings. So it's been cool. So, and he's... It's a good way to connect yeah. two worlds, art yes. and the uh, restaurant industry. And yeah. This is a small city, as you know. So a lot of people know each other. And sure. Yeah. One of our beer reps said that the artist was a camp counselor when he was a kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so and it's going to, you know, kind of freshen the space up every quarter. Yeah, great. So, it works very everybody. nice. We get yeah. a new yeah. facelift every four months, yeah. and a local artist gets to show their art, and it's good 
cross promotion for everybody, you know. So um, it's yeah. a nice thing to do for the community. It, it sure is. And we're so, always looking for artists too. So come good, in and good. get a glass well, of wine if you. I, I hope you'll artists. hear from some after yeah. this more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And so you, I see on the wall you're doing a wine class on Wednesdays. Yeah. So we're gonna call it a wine tasting Wednesday. And uh, mm-hmm. so every Wednesday we're gonna have like a guided tasting. Uh, where you come in, there'll be six wines available. Um, right now, it's uh, forty dollars, and we delve deep into the first one was all France. So we talked about the different regions, the grapes they were. Um, uh, you know, myself and uh, gentleman Matt that works here, super knowledgeable about French wines. Um, so, for instance, this Wednesday we're going to do USA versus France. <laughs> so not, not real verses. Nobody's Bottle shock revisited. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Who's the best Chardonnay? Um, but we're going to compare new world and old world and just talk about how it's different, why it's different. Uh, not subjectively like, you know, hey, it's warmer here. It's cooler here. The acid level's this. So we're not telling people what they're tasting. You know, I'm not going to try and influence you that you get uh, banana or strawberry or, or whatever. But it's... It makes your mouth feel like this because this. Um, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great way to learn how to talk about wine. Um, we are very, very unpretentious. We are not snobs. All that matters is if you like it or not like it. And this gives you an opportunity to try six wines. And uh, like I said, we'll have maps. And, you know, you can geek out as much yeah. as you want. And Good. Yeah. Or sit back and just sip and enjoy <laughs> wine. And listen, you had some fun. Yeah, to last well, I'm sure and, a lot of conversation. Not from the wine world, which I'm not. I, I came, kind of came up in the beer industry. Yeah, and even the beer industry can get a little pretentious. I'm sure it's yeah. snobby, but times, yeah. like I said, I yeah, I like Modelo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, if yeah. you like it, you then drink it. Sure, and enjoy we it. we will start doing an actual wine class that we're going to probably sell tickets for, have uh-huh. times like on I the see. weekend. So that will be more structured. And taste yes, more understood. wines. Sure. Yeah. As we felt it out, it seemed the the tasting aspect worked better in the bar, and you don't have to be here at a certain time. You just show up. Okay, I see. Yeah. But it's always on Wednesday. Always on Wednesday. Always yeah. On Wednesday. As as it currently stands. Yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic okay. spot for a first date. Also. Oh, what an icebreaker! You know. So <laughs> makes sense to me. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, um, we've hit on this a little bit, but uh, part of us sitting here is kind of a tale of two moves. Uh, Waystone moving here from 6th and Market and Barrio moving over to Girdelli Square. Correct. So you've already kind of contrasted your Waystone experiences, your two locations. What about Barrio, which you and I talked about years ago, and there's still a podcast episode people can listen to about your original concept and opening here. And So what's changed in Girdelli? I've been there several times. I can tell you my experience, but I want to hear yours. Sure. Um, it's been very positive. Um, one of the major um, positives is we got a liquor, full liquor license over there, so we're able to. We teamed up with Michael Carlisi, who's a friend of ours and a very experienced bar man in San Francisco. It's fun to have a bar program, margaritas, you know, Mexican food. It was begging for tequila. Sure. Here. That was one thing I always wanted at the original barrio, which we didn't have. Um, the views over there are sweeping and spectacular. View of Alcatraz, view of the bridge, the whole bay. Um, we really are trying to keep the neighborhood feel over there that we did have here at this location. Gearly Square is a difficult spot to do that, as anybody local will know. 
Um, I think we do a very good job. Our clientele is a bit different over there, especially in the summertime. Um, but it's been a very positive experience. We're, we're trying to keep the local, we're industry veterans from San Francisco, but we happen to be in a touristy spot. But we like to think that we treat uh, the locals well enough for them to come back and we have a good product and we're not just a tourist tourist trap which is what you always fight if you're in a location like that but i do miss the days over here of knowing everybody in the place and Mm. it being kind of a neighborhood gossip place and you know watch a giants game and kind of hear the news of the neighborhood and uh things like that but you know covid happened and it changed some things and we move onward and upward so i think waystone has that feel um you you know sometimes a wine bar like you said we don't really it's a wine focused place but it's a neighborhood bar and we just happen to have really cool wines so right we like to have a good time too you can come here and let let loose and (laughs) you know there's been people drinking wine dancing on the bar already (laughs) the short time we've been open so in a month that's yeah, yeah. okay it's a fun, fun place and tom is very knowledgeable about wines but we're not pretentious there can be metal music playing at certain times and it's just a fun place so so, so the wine program uh obviously spans over to to europe yeah but tell me more about that Absolutely. italy in the mix so uh right now the focus is spain france portugal and the united states um, at the previous bar, I had a lot more esoteric locations and, and wines, which we're going to get back here. You know, Greece, uh, Israel, Turkey, Croatia. Right. Um, I love that stuff because you always want to try something new, something yeah. you've never seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now, look, my passion really is old world style, low alcohol, high acid wines, and that you can drink a couple glasses and still feel all right mm-hmm. uh, you know 12 percent alcohol yep um i mean this is probably the wine you're drinking right now so, uh, the wine you're looking at i don't know <laughs> 13 percent alcohol full uh, disclosure i'm actually getting it down my throat <laughs> and enjoying it yeah no spoilers here um but again so the focus uh about 60 percent of the list is is old world quote-unquote european wines 40 percent uh domestic uh, most actually all California, um, where that's where I cut my teeth, you know, with the California wine merchant and numerous steakhouses in San Francisco. So Napa has my, been my backyard for a long time. Um, but yeah, exploring kind of some more classic places. Right, right. Cool. Nice. Well, um, what else should we cover? Oh, the food. Oh, the food, of course. So good. Yeah, so, like I said, I'm the chef here um, at Waystone, and we wanted to do something a little different, I'd say, than, like, your normal wine bar. Yeah. Like I said, we don't like to... We're trying to think of what our tagline is, if we're a wine bar or we a... Solid food. When we closed, three months after we closed during COVID, I was like, man, I miss the food. I want a beef sandwich so bad. It's all fresh, homemade food. And the, the luxury of, of this place, that when I had a lot of fun on Market Street, actually, was we are not one specific cuisine. We would make anything from a lamb. Yeah, I would get lamb, lamb shoulder in and braise it all, all night, overnight yeah. and make a lamb sandwich. We would make chicken banh mis. I had Mexican sandwich on. We would do 
Brussels sprouts if we felt like it. Yeah. So it's kind of fun food that you can drink to. And, uh, I mean, we all like to go to places and share food and a bottle yeah. of wine and chat. And it's not too serious. You don't have to sit down and everyone decide, no, have a little snack here. Have a little yeah. pickly things here. Have a dip here. Let's get some fried chicken. Let's get a braised sandwich. Yeah. Uh, but it's all kind of just fun you know, it's Fresh still, still small plate, heavy, so you can share and order a couple different things. Um, yeah, you can eat a meal here, but it's not just yeah, like entree. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. Or when you think of a wine bar, you think of just you know charcuterie and cheeses, which we do right. have. Uh huh. But you can go a little deeper than that. We get local bread from Acme in the Ferry Building, and I just think it's a really cool little fresh. Lighter fare than maybe uh, you know we're in Little Italy here and it's a lot of pastas and, yeah. and pizzas which I love. Oh, but, um, one caveat: I remember we were talking about wine just a second ago, and you mentioned Italy. So when I opened Coswell's, I specifically did not do any Italian wine there because A16 was across the street and there was like no competition with that. Like I'm not gonna have one Italian. Oh. Wine. <laughs> so I stopped tasting Italian wine for like okay. nine years, and so here. It's also something to consider. You know, we are in North Beach. Yeah. You could go heavy on it. Or, look, I'm leaving it to the rest of the places to yeah. do that. You've got plenty else to choose from. Sure. Exactly. So, uh, I, see. I right. do love all the wines there. And they probably will make an appearance on the list <laughs> one day. But right now, you know, have your Chianti at dinner and then come over here, you know. So, off, off the food menu, have some favorites emerged from the public? Yeah, our ribs, say? I would oh, say, ribs have... Or? Been a favorite. We make kind of Mexican inspired achiote rubbed ribs with a spicy barbecue sauce that's homemade. Um, we were fall off the bone. Yeah, they fall off the bone. Um, you don't think of that kind of stuff when you think of a wine bar. No, uh uh-uh. You know, and so it's kind of that fun food. The braised beef sandwich was the original so. braised beef, braised overnight, horseradish aioli, pickled red onions, which I have a affinity for. You can yeah. ask Tom, I put yeah. them on everything. And chimichurri. Yeah. You know, which is also a, a unique sandwich for a wine bar, but it pairs fantastic with red wine. Yeah. And I think our salad is phenomenal. Yeah. North Beach, no offense to anybody in North Beach, it's hard to find a, a hearty, good salad here. And I can say that because I've been to every restaurant here a million <laughs> times, and I love all the restaurants here, and I've lived here. My, I'm raising my kids here on everybody's food in North Beach, so yeah. don't be offended. But Waystone has the best salad in the neighborhood. Uh, Looks great on the menu. It's just a full, hearty, fresh salad with lots of stuff in it, to quote Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, it's a big salad. And our sh- I, I think a staff favorite and a, like a cult following almost is our shrimp salad. Yeah. We make Old Bay aioli shrimp salad on a, on a, like a soft but crunchy on the outside uh, Acme roll with a nice glass of... What would you drink with a shrimp salad sandwich? What wouldn't I drink with a shrimp salad sandwich? Let's go Vino Verde, go Sancerre. Yeah, and a little, it's just, it's a, everything's just light and fresh and kind of summery to me. Yeah. And it's, it's, I get that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so on Instagram, I've seen people raving about the pot de creme. Oh, yeah. It yes. looks like that you could gotta, probably yeah. dive into it. Uh, so good, too. Yeah, wow. So, Rick, yeah, that is, that is probably a fan favorite. I still have people. When we reopened, I had more of my friends post that they were happy that that dessert was back than they were happy that Waystone yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. that I reopened the place. They were like, yes, we can go get the pot de creme again. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we make it like a very rich chocolate powder creme, cover it in sea salt, and then we whip heavy cream with good old-fashioned peanut butter oh. and make peanut butter whipped cream and put it on top with some crushed peanuts. So it is like an adult Reese's peanut butter cup, and it's it is so fantastic. Good. So good. Excellent. Yeah. And that pairs well with a nice... Oh, dude, port. Port, a little Getting red two wine. two new ports in, so... Yeah, a little dessert wine and a pot of creme after a braised beef sandwich, and uh, you'll be feeling good. There's your recommendation, folks. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, let's talk location of both Waystone and, and Barrio at Ghirardelli. Sure. Yeah, so starting here on Powell Street. So this is a kind of unique little um, corner. When I actually signed the lease for Barrio in 2016 or 17. It was it was two weeks before the building across the street burned out. So there was the Rogue Pub, which I worked at for a long time. There was um, what was the German place? Oh, Jay's spot, Salzburg. Salzburg yeah. had just opened, yeah. maybe a year old. Yeah. Um, Cinecita Pizza, Shoddy's Koi Liquor was on the corner. There was a Fish House, yeah. and Lily Coit's was slated to open that year. And then, of course, across the street, we have Boardroom, North Star, which are classic bars, Chief Sullivan's. Yeah. So this corner was kind of slated to be, we, we uh, the merchants here, we all knew each other. We kept talking. This could be the new, you know, Grant and Green-esque place where people could come here and there's mm-hmm. a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And then the building burned down and it kind of let us left us isolated. I mean, if you're standing in Washington Square Park, it's kind of dark over here. So it was a little tough to get foot traffic. We're not under foot traffic neighborhood, which is why Barrio worked because we were kind of a gem. You know, we were a special... Just hang up. We were a special gem. But you had to know we were here, right? Yeah. There's not a ton of foot traffic um, coming by here. Um, Barrio Ghirardelli, it's like fishing with a net. You know, there's just people <laughs> everywhere who... Uh, and you just got to figure out how can you get all these people in. So I think Waystone will do well here, too. It seems like, you know, we're... Uh, I hate the people. We're uh, kind of a gem. <laughs> I don't know how to use a phone yet here, you know. Oh, Billy's extra. And I think we can get neighborhood people to, you know, kind of come over here and... Well, it's also, look, it's very different than what's around here. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, it's mostly... Those are all sports bars right there. We don't have a TV. We, yeah. You know, it's a different vibe. And it's... I think it's a welcome vibe. Yeah. Definitely. The There's We're a few other wine bars which are fantastic here, but yeah. and Bellacora, mm-hmm. and we know those guys and we're buds with them. And um, we're doing different things than them. They're doing different things than us. Uh-huh. And there's just kind of a, I think there's a little need for a little something different. And everyone who's come in here has, has raved and has felt welcome and said they're coming back. And we've had return customers already in this short time. So we're doing all the right things. We just need to get the word out more, which is what you're helping us with. Just a quick side note here. What I'm about to talk about with Billy is how I got to know about Barrio years ago, and that led me to interview Billy for an earlier episode of this podcast, which you could still hear, hearkening back to when Barrio opened in North Beach. You know, that first exposure is so important. My wife and I were walking by just before you opened, and um, said, we have to come back here and have the tacos, which we did. And then we kept coming back. And now having walked down to Ghirardelli, 
to have that food as well. Sure. Same thing. Okay, let's take a nice long walk and right. have dinner. Yeah. Um, I always like to sit outside, even if it's freezing. You sure. have heaters. We do have heaters. The, the view is worth it. It is. And we were there about a month ago, and we were the only people sitting outside. <laughs> but you overflowed inside, and more and more parties came out, and, and the patio was full when we left. Yeah, once you sit out there, it's amazing, because even if it's misting and foggy, yep. we say, ah, the patio won't be busy tonight, but it, it always fills up. And it's, I think tequila helps with that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Well, great. Um, anything else you'd like to add? I can tell you're happy to be here. Oh, we are very happy so to be good. here. It's it's a pleasant change from the street scenery on Six and Market. I will say, if you come in here and, and have a couple glasses of wine, Tom and I can tell you some stories about having a wine bar on Six and so Market yeah, Street. Yeah. Some interesting things we've seen over the years. We're not short of stories. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but the North Beach is one of my favorite neighborhoods. If not, it is my favorite neighborhood. Like I said, my wife and I are raising our kids down the street. They go to school here. Um, and this is my home, and I like to have a little piece of it. And, you know, people drinking our wine and eating our food and coming to say hello to us um, is what makes it worth it. And this is a real special little place. And I think everyone will like it. Yeah. Come on in and say hi. Yeah, good Come deal. Say hi and have a glass of wine or two. <laughs> All right. Tom, thank you. No, thank Billy, you. thank you. Thank you. All right. Would you like to learn more about Waystone? Their website is waystonesf.com. Their Instagram is waystonesf. Their Facebook page is waystonesf. It's a look back at their history on Market Street. In North Beach, the new location is 1609 Powell, just north of Green and south of Union on the west side of Powell. Thanks for listening to North Beach Now.